This week on the reverse stick, India greets the Pro League. Halfway through the Euro indoors, and when did Noah build the ark, Matt? Huh? And greetings once again from the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. My name's John Lee. Shaking his head around and grooving to the music is Mr. Matt Allen. How yes, are you, Matt? Yes, yes, I'm good, mate. Uh, yes, I am uh, grooving to the music. Fine tune. Did you write it? Uh, I might have. That, that's one of my creations. Very good, yes. very catchy. <laughs> yeah, very catchy. So. I wonder if, if people get an earworm ever with oh. it. I, I had it with um, uh, Taylor Swift today. Trouble, trouble, Don't trouble. you start. Just keep your earworm to yourself. And, uh, Luckily, I don't listen to Taylor Swift, so it's not likely to fall. Dance, monkey, dance, monkey, dance, monkey. Yeah. Those two going through my head today from the, the girls. But maybe, maybe, no, maybe you. young daughters. So good. Maybe you um, <laughs> they, um, made the first podcast this week. Uh, I've, I've heard some yeah, of yeah, outstanding production. Yeah, yeah, very we can learn a lot from them. Very entertaining. Um, yeah, I wonder if anybody's got the earworm for the Reverse Stick theme tune. If you do, folks, get in touch. Send us an email, matt at net or john at net, or, of course, flick it through on the socials, uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at the Reverse Stick. It'd be good to hear from you on there. Totally uh, Pro League had a good theme. Yeah, that was a great theme as well. And what about... Um, push Past Pundits? Push Past Pundits. No, yeah. no, uh, no, that's good. It's no, Mahir, no, Mahir did that one. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, no. Brilliant. My one I thought was better, but you... you Poo-pooed that fairly swiftly. Yeah. Um, there's the stick it to John theme tune. Obviously, that's the classic, and that's what people want to hear all the time. No, they don't. <laughs> what they want to hear right desk. now is this. Okay, we'll start with the Euro Indoor Hockey Championship three for men. It was played in Santander in Spain, and uh, well, pretty interesting competition, mate. Spain finished out champions. They beat Scotland in the final. 5-2. It was Ireland who took out third place, uh, winning 2-1 over Wales, with Slovenia finishing in fifth place uh, in that five-team competition there. And uh, well done to Spain. Not known for their indoor necessarily. I thought, considering they, were, they had a, a lot of indoor football, they might be a fairly strong indoor side. But they'll be progressing up the scale. They will indeed. Going into Championship 2 next year. Um, and you have the results for Championship 2. I do. Uh, so that was uh, played, obviously, over the same weekend in Lucerne in Switzerland. We didn't get our eyes on any of that, those games, unfortunately, on EurohockeyTV.org. It was only the Divi 1 and Divi 3 that you could uh, view online. But uh, the home nation, Switzerland, um, finished out with a 2-1 win over second place, um, sorry, over third place, Portugal. Um, they're currently ranked eighth in the world. Belarus. World ranked 35 coming in second spot. Portugal third spot and Croatia in fourth. Um, Turkey, Italy are safe. Slovakia, Denmark will drop down, I believe, to Divi 3 for next year. On to the big league and that's the Euro Indoor Champions. Oh, sorry, just quick, quick, quick note. Portuguese, two top scorers there. David Franco and Vasco Ribeiro, both with 10 apiece at the top of the Wazza. Well done to Bernardo Fernandes yes. and the team there, the man behind South Pass. Great stuff, Bernardo. I'm sure they had great fun celebrating too. Well done. 
Uh, on to the top wazers at the oh, indoor I'm championship. Sorry, I can't, I can't not, I'm sorry, I can't well, not mention this. I've just scrolled down to see the awards for the tournament. Oh, yeah. Um, Bernardo Fernandez. No, it's a, just a, a, such a brilliant name uh, for the Swiss player who was player of the tournament. Boris Stomps. Boris, Boris Stomps. Oh, uh, very you know, topical. I mean, you'd hope he was a goalkeeper, wouldn't you? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, brilliant. Boris Stomps, congratulations. Right. Back to Berlin, Germany, where they hosted the Euro Indoor Championship uh, for 2020. And, uh, well, this is broken up into two pools. So they had two pools. And then they go in, the bottom four teams go into a, a pool C and the, the top four teams go into a final series. And uh, as it turned out, it was Austria and Russia who finished the top two in Pool A, or Poland and Ukraine going on to Pool C, and for Pool B, it was Germany and the Netherlands who finished uh, top two, and the Czech Republic and Belgium went into um, that Pool C to play out the from our fifth to eighth positions. Then we got to the finals. How did the finals go, Matt? Let's see if we can was, find I've that. Just, I think it was the Netherlands-Germany game that I um, I caught early in the tournament. Oh, yeah, the yeah, game. Yeah. It was an absolute cracker. There was some great vision coming through. And um, Fair play to Euro Hockey because once it had been streamed on their platform on EuroHockeyTV.org, then it was available on Facebook and other platforms fairly quickly afterwards and highlights packages and goals packages. So great work being done there to... Uh, supplement, just, you know, not just the live stream that's happening, but lots of things that you can, you can grab and maybe in a bit more bite-sized manner when you're on the go on the socials. But in the end, it was the Germans who took out the title, three goals to six over Austria, and uh, an interesting final, third versus fourth place, Netherlands and Russia, and the Netherlands turned it on there, winning 11-3. Uh, final standings with Germany, Austria, Netherlands, Russia. In the Czech Republic, Belgium, Poland and Ukraine. So Poland and the Ukraine probably not going to be there next year and two teams will be going up, I assume. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, women going on this weekend. That's this weekend. And Hold on to those teams. Um, some great hockey when I managed to catch little bits and pieces of it. Um, but yeah, no, well, just great, great to have it out there. There's also live streaming from the Australian Indoor Championships yep. over the past week. you find that on the Australian Indoor Network on Facebook. Covering uh, all the games from uh, Illawarra Sports Centre down in, in the Gong in Wollongong, um, and uh, yeah, junior stuff continues over this weekend, so you can find that streaming at the moment. And there's Indian stuff going on at the moment as well. Well, we've got senior um, women's national B division happening, and that's being streamed by the Kerala Lots Olympic Channel. And the men's tenth uh, men's senior A division nationals is uh, taking place there as well at the moment. Now, let's get on to talk about the women's competition. Let's get through the fixtures and all the teams, not so much the fixtures. Um, oh, and there's also the, yeah. the stuff in South Africa. The Irish, oh. the Irish girls are over there. Um, the Dutch under-21 uh, team are there playing against South Africa, and that's being streamed by Shoot. That's the, the automated uh, videoing system that we've talked about before on the show, and that's, uh, the game's being played, I think, at Matey's Hockey Club. Okay. Uh, indoor Championship for Women, they're underway as we speak, Matt. In Championship 3, we have Spain, Ireland, Slovakia, Finland, Denmark, Portugal and Slovenia all taking place. A couple of scores already out in that game, in that tournament. Uh, yeah, Spain and Slovakia, 18-0 uh, 
in favour of the Spanish no, girls. Slovenia. Slovenia, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, Slovakia. No, you're in that tournament as well, but you didn't get flogged 18-0. You did win, however, against Denmark 4-1, so well done, Slovakia. <laughs> and uh, Ireland got over the top of Portugal five goals to nil. So perhaps a couple of teams there uh, at the top end of that, Spain and Ireland. Well, it's, um, it's interesting. Stand, we're, we're starting to stand out. A couple of things. Obviously, Ireland played in South Africa very recently in a series on they indoor did. over there. Their first in 30 years, and so it's yeah. been a long time coming. And, of course, we'll be talking very soon to uh, Ross Willis from Pro Series Indoor in South Africa, and we'll cover a little, little bit about that in the, in the show coming up. Um, but there's international outdoor and indoor competitions yeah. happening at the moment. Um, are there many of those players that will cross over, like Christopher Ruhr for, for Germany, that you know would, would make both sides for countries like uh, Ireland at the moment? Is there anybody that will be within that crossover group? And Spain, yep. the women. Um, and ne- Netherlands last week with Pro League Games in India. And yeah, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. That, that's uh, Championship 3 for the women, Matt. Championship 2 is going in at Sveti Ivan Zelina. We're back Croatia. there again. Hey, oh, we're getting there. Yep. Who's playing there? It will be There's Poland. A, l- a lot of hockey been played there in the past 12 or 18 Oh, it's great. That? I bet a lot of indoor. A lot of indoor stuff's been yeah. going on there. Um, Poland, Scotland, Lithuania, Russia, Turkey, Croatia and Wales are all taking part in that tournament. Some early results. Poland got over the top of Wales 6-0. Uh, Lithuania put Turkey away four goals to three. I did, and I Croatia did, I did that uh, at lost to Scotland. Hosts Croatia five goals three. What? You put it over Turkey? No, I put Turkey away. We can't do those sort of well, jokes well, on a global well. hockey podcast. Yeah, I didn't actually. Deserved it. That was ham. <sighs> Scotland, they won. They beat Croatia, the host, five goals to three. There we go. That's the early results uh, warm-up for upcoming games. It's all being, not all of it, some of it's being streamed. Breaking news. That's Championship yeah. 2. Um, now let's have a look at Championship. Do we call it? It's just Championship. Top Wazers. Maybe that's what we need to call the the elite level of any sort of competition is Top Wazza League. Top Wazzas. Top Wazzas. The Indoor Hockey Championship 2020 Top Wazzas for Women is taking place in Minsk in Belarus. Two pools, and once again they'll go into that Pool C for the bottom four, two from each pool, and the top four will go through and play a final series. Uh, Pool A is Germany, Ukraine, Belgium and Czech Republic. Pool B is Belarus, Netherlands, Austria and Switzerland. Some early results there. Ukraine's got over Belgium four goals to three. Germany beat Czechoslovakia four goals to one. Oh, come on, mate. Czech Republic. Czechia. No, it's not. Belarus. You you were talking about Slovakia just two minutes ago. You didn't chuck the check on the start. Belarus beat the Austrians 7-2. Netherlands beat Switzerland 5-0 and the Czech Republic beat Belgium 3 goals to nil. It's so not, It's not Belgium, it's the Belgiums. It's the, the Belgiums. Yes. Uh, that's game still going underway as we speak though, Matt. It's fourth quarter, 36 minute, 3 goals to nil. Ooh, tough to ask, the, but it can happen. It can happen. It, yeah, lots going on there. So when you're plenty on the play for as well. Get on to it. If you've got some spare moments, sit in front of your computer and watch that. Don't play Fortnite or any of those stupid... Just watch some hockey. That's right, kids. Don't play Fortnite. Have you checked out our de- demographics? I mean, we picked up a bit with the Glow Ho Po campaign, but I'm, I'm not quite sure we're in the Fortnite generation. Do you think we should um, start up a TikTok account? Sims? The Sims? Yeah. Is that more... A, how, 
Mate, your computer. Space invaders. I think your, the computer that's <laughs> over here in the corner of the room has probably still got a, a version of the, the very first Sims on it. I can barely see the screen for the dust. Hey. Anyway, um, where were we? <laughs> go, on, go on. On to hockey. Some more results. Should we take in some more results? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, the uh, the Welsh women are in on tea playing against the French uh, in an outdoor series at the moment. First game there, a 2-2 draw. Uh, Wales winning the shootout, 2-1. Obviously a bit of fun at the end of the game. Uh, I wonder if that counts to world rankings on, on a shootout with, under the new system. If you choose to play a shootout after a, a drawn game, well, wouldn't it do, be in the, do you in get the, bon- a bonus point on your ranking? Wouldn't it be in the conditions of play, or do they make it up as they go along? Ooh, that's a question. Uh, and also, Chile versus Canada um, in the men's at the moment. Uh, Honours going to Canada. 3-2 winners in the first game there at various locations, I'm assuming, in Chile. Um, doesn't actually say the stadium at the top of the page. Uh, and eight hours from now, John. So a, uh, a Friday night game, would that be there in uh, South America? Uh, yeah. Game number two of a two-game series. No, it's still news, folks. Uh, you're listening to the Reverse Stick, the Global Hockey Podcast. Uh, Pro League results, Matt, because there's a little bit to talk about in the Pro League. It hit India. Well, yeah, Pro I'll... League with uh, the Netherlands travelling there, the Netherlands dun, men to take on dun, India, and dun, it was hype. Oh, uh, so yeah, but, but two incredible, but, incredible games and incredible results. A five-two win uh, for the home nation in, ga- in game number one, uh, and a three-three draw after being three-one down in game number two. Um, at, when, once they were three-one down, they lo- then lost um, Captain Manpreet for te- for a ten-minute yellow for a accumulation of um, a team offence and what was seen as to be a, a slap in the face um, of his Dutch opponent on the way through. A pinky got into the eye or something like that. It was all very dramatic. Um, was it a but, card? But they didn't... Con- maybe if you add it to, to other things that the warnings have been made, Captain, okay, if you don't yeah. do this, Captain, Captain, okay, Captain, okay, Captain, yeah. then, you know, that's... Yeah, I, th- I think there's sort of probably some... But, but as I looked at it initially and I wasn't aware of the, the previous telling off that I thought mm, that's a little bit harsh he'd just been shoved a little bit himself and he was kind of putting an arm out yeah, we'll to, get to shoving create, a create a bit of space um, yeah but but they didn't concede in that third quarter um, and uh, two goals in the in the in the final quarter and then they went on to the shootout and got the bonus point from the shootout so yeah. um, you know much much joy on the faces of the very knowledgeable local crowd well, it was, it was. I'm sorry, but how many times was that said on the bloody broadcast? How many times do we hear it? It seems to be written in the contract. If you're filming any hockey in Odisha, or, or in India, to, to be fair, um, maybe it's any now, hockey stadium. A lot of those, the people attend, they were the Fortnite generation. Yes. Would that be correct? Mm. Or yeah. a bit, or no, Minecraft, talking... Minecraft, I think. Minecraft. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like the Wiggles? Well, I heard there was only a, let's say less than a thousand tickets sold for the first game. Um, and the rest of the crowd were made up of um, yeah local school kids that were around. And I've, you know, 
that's great. Do that to 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 fill it up, um, but let's not kid ourselves, it's, folks. It's, it's, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's still a worrying sign. Yeah, and we were seeing it today in in Valencia. Um, yeah, with the the Spain Germany games, you know. But that's part of the um, the strategy of putting the money into it from Hockey Valencia is that. They do do have those earlier games on a Friday, so they can get the school kids in there, and that's part of their, you know, the way that they're looking to develop the game there. So I can't knock them for that at all. No, and it's, it's, uh, it's quite a nice time zone for us too to watch the game. Yeah, it's a good time zone for us. <laughs> I didn't really get the glare so much. I didn't see the whole game; just caught the pretty much towards the end. But it didn't seem to have the glare at the time of the day that I saw that was watching. Did you catch any of it earlier on? Uh, I don't think it was the same issue that right. it was last year. I um, I, didn't Either, even, I don't know how. I just I'm didn't. Not sure. I, I Maybe just, others have a different. Opinion. I didn't even realise it was on. Now I just. F- f- yeah, well, know, you just, walked in here and said, "What game is this?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what game? Anyway, so um, India, yeah. India. Look, I, I was I was really stoked to see the the Netherlands start with the traditional Fremantle Masters um, start to the season playing the. Was the game of hockey going on defence in the first minute of the game? First 15, 15 seconds. seconds. Well, well, let's be let's be precise. 13 seconds from, from yeah. Gurdjian, the quickest ever international goal from an Indian Indian player, and something like the fourth or fifth quickest um, on record. Um, yeah, yeah that, that was fantastic. Uh, but I don't read too much into it. They no. they all looked at each other like, oh, weren't you getting him? <laughs> yeah, it was just. Yeah, well, I got the, the the audio from the press conference after that first game and with Max Callas, and he, you know, he was he was fairly relaxed about it. It's yeah. um, uh, first time that the, the group have come together in this calendar year, and you know, this, this you know, these things take take time. They're not well, they're India, not they're not going to be sweating on it, are they? Look, India took advantage of the situation; they deserve a goal. I'm not taking any away from that, and they played very well in that first game. Um, you know, I thought they showed a lot of heart. I thought they 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 pressed a lot harder than I've seen them do, and and not not just pressing and and. Well, they uh, played uh, the high press, like yeah, so but 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 they but, definitely but they pressed of Graham Reed yeah, yeah, coming yeah, into it. Though, but it was a I'd lot more organised than it has been in the past, yeah. um, and it actually paid dividends. So they they put Dutch players under pressure. They got the turnovers. They and and when they broke, they broke very fast. We know we know they do that. But they were, they it's were, going uh, they, back yeah. the other way, they generally yeah, have yeah. a problem. That's it. Um, yeah, the fairly good performance. I mean, the Dutch, to, to be fair, had, had different opportunities at different times of the game. Remember, they got back to two all. And for a, a, a period there, it was in stalemate. And then the third quarter, the Indians went bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Thanks for coming. And even then, you got the sense that if the Dutch got one. Oh yeah. Well, you, it, no, it you wouldn't, no, on. you wouldn't write them off, would you? Um, <laughs> But, you know, in the end, they were, I thought there was a lot of mistakes too early from both teams. It was a typical first game That's of the season. It. It's hard to read too much yeah. into it. Pretty and open. even from the second game. Um, and like we've, we've talked about before, the, the way the season is structured is that really it doesn't come together until the end anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, as, as important as points are in a league-type table thing, and early points are really valuable, you know that, I, I'm not sure I'd be reading terribly a lot into the results. No, but, but India were good. But they nice, played they, really attra- they, they, tried to play yeah. attractive hockey at times. They debut in the pro league, um, so and, and and I think Graham Reed. In fact, I don't have to talk about this. If you want to hear more about what's going on in India <laughs> and Indian hockey, then you can listen to episode nine of Push Past Pundits, which will be out 
tomorrow. Probably before, before this. Before this. It's ready to go. Right. We've got to do this and then I'll post that. Fantastic. We'll post this. Um, so chatting with Mihir Vizavda and Jimmy Bogle in uh, the latest episode. Um, some interesting stuff about r- potential restructuring of some of the associations across India. Uh, talking about the Pro League games and about the women's tour uh, heading to New Zealand. Now, one more Pro League game going on, and that happened earlier today. As we mentioned, it was Spain versus Germany. Um, interesting result, Matt. It was a two-all draw. Uh, Germany ended up uh, gaining the bonus point. Not winning, folks. They gained a bonus point by uh, scoring more goals in a shootout than the opposition, four goals to three. That's how they gained their bonus point, Matt. Did you notice I said gained a bonus yeah, point? Yeah, but another team that have scored the last goal in the game that have gone on to win the uh, win the shootout. Now, Spain was... No, gain a bonus point. Well, no, they've won, they've won the shootout to gain a oh, bonus yes. point. That's good, thank you. Yeah. Um, Just checking. Which was what Spain were famous for doing in, in edition one of the Pro League. Who won the game, Matt? There wasn't, there was nobody won the game, John. It's 2-2 draw, and there's a bonus point goes awarded to the, to, to. awarded to, awarded to the shootout. Okay. Just, just checking, cause I'm hearing a lot of stuff like, they won, this team won, and that, especially after the India, the second India Netherlands game, uh, you know, India win again. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Same problem we had last year. Yeah. And it doesn't help when the commentators regurgitate Excuse me, that man, falsehood. Stop. Take that back. You added, you added an S at the end of a certain Com- Oh, yeah, there was only one when the, the commentator uh, continues that falsehood, that someone won a game that they didn't. Because you only have to go to the FIH Pro League website and right now and look at the result of the table. Games played, uh, Germany won, Spain won. Games won, zero. Yeah. Games drawn, one. Um, the P- percentage points. Get that right. P- percentage points. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, so we've been... The other thing that came out of that Germany-Spain game was the video referral in the last 30 seconds of the game, Matt. Now, I, I replayed it back to you and got a bit of lead-up play and we, we, we looked at it. And is, for me, that is a more worrying decision and indictment on the video referral system than anything that happened in the Canada Island game that everybody got so upset about and went off their banana. That decision oh, 30, <laughs> made my skin 30 cold. seconds to go on the edge of the Spanish defensive circle. Uh, keepers left. Um, one of the... Uh, keepers. <laughs> <laughs> German, the German uh, forwards. Who, who was on the ball? Um, the German player. Doesn't matter who yeah, it was. Yeah. It's a German. Player. Yeah, tra- travelled around towards the edge of the D. Uh, Spanish guys got in for the tackle with a leading right elbow, um, just to you know steady him. Maybe he thought he was going to fall over, but just to no, steady him. The, the point is, he had one hand on the stick and the other hand in the back. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, so the German player has gone down. Um, has managed to tr- kind of try and right himself on the floor and, and get into a position where he can play the ball. No, he's not on the floor then. Yeah, yeah oh, he's know, on he's, his knees. He's on his knees. And then the same player... Need to get up. Yes, and then the, same the same player, player initially tackled has him. come over the top of him again with a leading arm and pushed him down onto the ground. And then he's righted himself and sort of pushed the ball back across towards the face of goal. 
Uh, but he's, yeah, he's had physical contact twice. Um, the ball's then gone out of play, and the Germans have called for a, um, a video referral. Now, I will post that video. I'm going to get that video. Be very careful what you post on FIH footage. Well, they're listening anyway. Well, this is news, isn't it? Are we talking about it now? It's news. Well, it's pretty newsy. Yeah. We're making it news. Um, But honestly, what what in there did... How many offences, different offences did you see in that short little piece of footage? Yeah, yeah, it was a little unsure whether it would be inside the D or outside the D. But I thought there was enough intent from that initial challenge outside the D to be a yellow card in a short corner. That just on the, just on the, the, the very first viewing, and I didn't really change my opinion after that, and then saw the, you know, the follow up with it as well. It's... I, I would, I, if I forgave the first challenge, even if you forgive the first challenge, the second one warranted something. Yeah, well I thought, I thought Batman would have got, would have, um, Batman? Spotted it, Batman, in the, um, in, in the video box. Batman. Batman. What, ba- Batman? What, Bruce Wayne? Bruce, Bruce Bale. Bruce Bale. Batman. No, that's Christian Bale, Batman. What? Christian Bale. No, the Bruce, car- Bruce Wayne. Bruce ba- Wayne? Bra- no, his name's <laughs> Bruce Bale. Okay, let's get back to the decision, because we're shining the bat light on it. We, we need, Maybe that was what was in his eyes. Oh, we need some Alfred to get in there and talk sense into what's going on, I reckon. Um, oh, seriously. Alfred Chan? I was going to say... So, uh, uh, just shout out to Alfred. Yeah. Thanks for the Alfred, offer. Alfred, get in there. You've got to sort this out, mate. Come on. No, no, seriously. I, I, I was worried with... That decision worried me, because it, I, I don't think that it showed any... Sort of real knowledge of what uh, he's clearly got one hand on one st- on his stick, coming from the wrong side, and he's leaning into him with his arm. There's no question about that. There's, there's contact, isn't there? That's it. Whether it's intended or, or not offense. intended, it certainly looks it certainly looks as though it's intended. But to then come back and push over a player on the ground in the way he did, and remember, we we was he trying to get to the Get a better view of the ball. We, the might second one. See, we might see that in our the grades of hockey we play, but it's not something that you should be seeing at the international level. Is a player turning around just pushing a bloke who's on his knees? But the, 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 it's all right. You're fine because there's nobody that's playing the game at the level we play is actually watching any pro league games at the moment. So they were. <laughs> no, but I'm talking about the kiddies who might be watching. All those kiddies at the ground that seem to be turning up to watch yep. it. Yeah. And I, I, isn't, isn't that the please? Spa- I no. want to know why. Isn't that the Spanish that was, way though? But why was that? Just the umpire's original decision was a free out. Yeah, two umpires have looked at it and seen nothing there. So maybe, maybe we've agreed, but maybe we're just the two people in the world that are actually wrong about it. It's only from what we've learned even, so far. There's even, the opinion of two you, blokes there at the game and two blokes watching on a little even, screen here in the studio. Even if you give up. The idea that the first contact was a free hit, and I can see that. I can see the umpire going, well, both of you are going for it. Although one player had two hands on his stick playing at the ball, and the other player was coming in from the wrong side with one hand on the stick, and his other arm leaning into his back. So, fair quid, if that's if that's the case. But when he comes back at the guy after, that episode should have been sanctioned by the umpire. 
Yeah, I th- yeah, I, I can't disagree. What I did enjoy though, John, was the the amount of replays of every goal. Um, it was just to prove this is how many camera angles we do actually have on every situation. It's too bad we couldn't Six. see them during the video referral process it's, instead oh, of enduring. Wasn't that painful? Four, oh, four minutes of looking at Batman staring at screen. Well, that would have been better than what we had. I mean, the poor bloke commentator didn't know what to do with himself. I certainly didn't know what to say because he didn't say much at all. It was painful. It, it was. was. Painful. But there's a great, you know, the, the, right there, there's, there's a great uh, marketing opportunity. You could just be running ads. You know, you know you'd, happily, you'd happily sit there and chunter on. Oh, yeah, it'd yeah. be the um, Bobo's dog food um, minute of madness yeah. and we'd be yeah, yeah. talking about the... Tackle of the day, sponsored by... Backers, backers Rugs and Plugs? Uh, yeah, that could be it, yeah. yeah. Uh, all that sort of stuff. That'll be going on. We could highly commercialise a broadcast yeah. of hockey just well, by slipping all that sort of stuff in. There's your opportunity, FIH. We know that uh, you are listening. I was I was thinking about... So, who, Shim, who makes the really good reels, fishing reels? Uh, Shimano. Yeah, Shimano Tackle of the Day, get it? Yeah, very good. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm on it. Gr- and they they make gears for bikes as well, don't they? Yeah, they Gr- probably do. Grinding gears award. Well, yeah, but yeah, sort of. It's not really hockeyish though, is it? Tackles more hockey. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, all right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, couple very quick last bits of news. Malaysian Hockey League continues. Uni KL uh, sitting just. Top of Tanaga Nacional there. They've won both sides won five from five, just goal difference separating them there at the moment. News of another another injury in the league there. We spoke before about uh, Zidane's injury and Kieran Gover's injury. Uh-huh. Um, also an injury to Dutch import uh, um, Boven Diet. He uh, what's he got? He got a broken tooth after an Ouch. off off the ball incident. Uh, chipped tooth after an off-the-ball incident against Nur in Safi. Um, Aral Savaraj uh, was qu- uh, quoted in this article saying uh, uh, he's not happy. This time it was another Pakistani player who caused it. It's not healthy and it's not right. It's upsetting to see your players go through such situations. The mention of the Pakistani player is uh, in relation to that uh, uh, broken jaw that Zidane got and that was from uh, Ali Rizwan in that game from the, the raised ball. So uh, he's not very happy there. Uh, but the league goes on. Yeah, a bit of blood, uh, bad blood brewing there. No games this weekend. Chinese New Year. Oh, out so partying. They've got a five or six, day, five or six day break. Oh, we'd better get to the next uh, bit. Indoors, oh, indoors, indoors. Oh, okay. Jaffa Super Six is the main yes. finals in two weeks' oh, okay. time. Uh, but there's uh, Divi 1 stuff happening. Are we expecting the same streaming stuff going on? This, um, hopefully for the finals. None of the, the lead-up no. stuff has... But um, the finals were good last year. All that was good good stuff. I yeah. enjoyed some of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we had the Divi 2 stuff happen last weekend for teams gaining promotion to Divi 1. This weekend will be Divi 1, and then the weekend after will be... The Premier League stuff at the Copper Box. Uh, Old Georgians go up from Divi 2 to Divi 1. They're joined by Doncaster. And in the women's competition, uh, Stample didn't make it. Gloucester City go up. And Guildford 
go up in second spot. So uh, the two teams that drop out from Divi 1 this weekend will be replaced by those sides. And just before we go, Matt, and get on to our feature interview, mm-hmm. um, we should also mention there was due to be a Pro League game played today following um, yes, yeah. the Germany-Spain game, Pro League women's game between the Netherlands and the USA. Now, that was, of course, to be backed up again tomorrow. Sadly, there's been a death within the US extended hockey family. Training team manager. Team manager um, has passed away, and that game has now been cancelled, which means, sadly, there's a family grieving and a a lot of athletes grieving, no doubt, as well. But also that um, the changes for the pro, what that will mean for the pro league is that. As I said, that game is cancelled, but tomorrow's game will be going ahead as per schedule. However, the points have been restructured so that um, if you win the game, you'll get six points. If it's a draw and you win the shootout, you'll get four points. Uh, The draw and lose the shootout, you'll get two points Uh and... Zero points for a loss. No. If, but, oh, oh, sorry, yes, for a loss. Yeah, yeah. For a loss. Yeah, so if you lose the one game, you, you lose two games. That's, yeah. Um, um, but um, if both matches were cancelled, then both teams would receive three points. Okay. Now, the pros and cons and all of the way that that stuff uh, works out, we might talk about a bit later on down the track on the reverse stick. But for now, just uh, thinking of the family and, and people affected and... So uh, hopefully the girls can get out there this weekend and um, do Larry Amar proud and perhaps knock off the Dutch women. That would be a great result for USA hockey. Wouldn't it just? You are listening to the Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast and its feature interview once again. And uh, we've got down the line from South Africa, Mr. Ross Willis from PSI Hockey, the Pro Series Indoor. Ross, welcome to the show. Matt, thank you so much. It's great to be here. Now, it's, of course, indoor time around a lot of the world at the moment, and all eyes are on the boards. Um, what better place to come and speak to somebody about the virtues of indoor hockey, and more importantly, the incredible success story from the Pro Series Indoor. What can you tell us about PSI, Ross? Yeah, thank you. Um, I agree. I mean, obviously, now with the Euros uh, happening at the moment, um, I think it's a fantastic time. Obviously, South Africa... PSI has been operating now for 13 years. Um, so, yeah, we, we would like to think that we, we know a little bit about indoor. Um, we, yeah, started a branch out of Simon Martin, and uh, he's basically now taken it to Namibia, uh, Zimbabwe, as well as the UK. So we're currently based in Southampton as well, and, uh, and Ireland. And um, hopefully over the course of uh, the next three years, we can keep going to, and yeah, further afield. Now, if people haven't got their eyes on PSI before, how would you explain the concept to hockey lovers? Okay, so I would probably say that um, PSI is the almost a rugby seven version of the the full team format. So far more energetic, far more exciting in terms of like the lights, the the music, the the party atmosphere. Um, we the system of how PSI comes together is the franchise system. So there's teams or franchises across the country, as well as as I said. Zimbabwe, uh, Namibia, um, et cetera. And um, those franchises, they each run independently. So they run their leagues, um, their trainings, 
And then they all come together to play in a national tournament, um, which sees about 274 teams last year um, come together and basically play across uh, boys and girls, across 18 venues, and basically one massive um, hockey lovers party, if that makes any sense. What was the genesis of Pro Series Indoor? So Simon, he, when he was in his matric year, he kind of played indoor hockey, but it was very informal. There was, it happened once a year, and he kind of decided that he fell in love with the game and said that he, he needed to play more of it. So when he, uh, once he left school, he kind of worked out that how does he create that or facilitate that more players get access to it? And slowly but surely, he met the right people, met a couple of, um, started new franchises, and it grew across South Africa. And um, I think the more people that have fallen in love with the game, it's now just, um, yeah, find the right people in Namibia, the, the Cormac. Their daughter has just now currently moved across to Holland to play for, uh, don't quote me, but I think it's um, or something like that. And, um, and she's, uh, yeah, it's just a success story of a whole bunch of people literally loving indoor hockey and, and are doing what they can to, to make it work. Well, I do love that you bring all of those franchise teams together for the national tournament. What's the vibe like at those events? So we've had a couple of the international players, such as uh, Robert Tichers, who coached, uh, sorry, who captained the Dutch team. And um, obviously, again, uh, I, I think it's best to hear from him, but he kind of said to me that it, it's the closest thing to the World Cup or Indoor World Cup that he could experience. And um, obviously, he was fortunate enough to be in Leipzig and Berlin as a player. And um, it's just, you, you, you're looking at a thousand, you're not looking at spectators that potentially are there to just watch because they're fun um, or they're, they're a fan, but these kids are literally playing the following morning or they've played the whole day. So you, you're playing in front of um, potentially 2,000, 2,500 kids, um, or when I say kids, I mean under 18s that are all just hockey lovers and they're absolutely um, pretty much crazy. And the moment you throw some prizes in the air, they <laughs> they kind of all lose a, a sense of control. But um, and then coupled by them all staying in a hotel that caters for about 1,200. So some don't stay in a hotel, some do. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's just kind of like electric out there. I'm also fascinated by the all-star events that take place at the same time as the, the tournament. Yeah, so we, in order to entertain the kids, so the kids play um, about three matches a day across the 18 venues. And um, in the evening, they obviously need to be entertained. So we brought in the, the all-star games to start off with bringing about six or seven um, um, international players from or, or from the Dutch side, the German side, et cetera. Lucky enough to have most first uh, two events as well. And and then from that, we then started working out that we could also have our national ladies and national men's side um, play against those teams. And in the last event, we were lucky enough to have the, the Irish national women's team um, to come down and play at our event. And lucky enough, they're now, after 20 years, they've now started up again which is which is really exciting as well that's think, the irish woman i think it might be even longer i think it could be 30 years yeah yeah don't quote me but i know it's been a long time and um and hopefully through the psi now starting in ireland we've put a lot of or not pressure but just helped and shown that uh, there is a, lo- a love for the game and now we need to be playing it so what does the future hold for psi you across southern africa you're in ireland where next so yes i think our goal now is this is this year will be the third year in Ireland. Um, so we're hoping to kind of um, cement the the relationship there. We have about eight franchises. So we need to make sure that all of those eight franchises continue to to, to attend and see the success part of it. And then um, only year two in the UK. So we currently have about, again, seven franchises. But it's the size of the UK. We could be 
yeah, we can, we have no doubt that we can reach up to the same size as South Africa. Um, so that would probably be the focus. Um, but then again, after tracking all the work that your, your national teams, um, in Australia have been doing, um, yeah, I have been, yeah, it has been a, a thought to, to maybe branch off there, but who knows? It's just a struggle for indoor here. You see the great work done by some associations. Yeah, I think any competition is always good. Um, obviously now with the Olympics going to five, it's be a concern that um, certain countries decide that uh, that is their, their angle. Um, personally, we feel that Hockey Fives is, is sure, uh, it's a version of a mini game where as it doesn't technically offer a complete different skill set, um, which is not a negative, it's just um, what we see. Whereas in hockey, we still see there's a massive value in, in the discipline in, in defense and, uh, and, and elements like that, which is obviously what we, we're looking at. And due to the size that we've in South Africa and the event that we put on, we're confident that it'll, yeah, PSL will continue to grow and people still see the value regardless of, of where Indraki goes. And one of the things I do love is the branding, the artwork, the logo design, the team kits. Um, what's the, the process for those franchises to uh, well, you know, get their branding? Do they sit down and collaborate with you guys? How, how does that all come together? So PSI is linked, um, it's a sister company to Taylor Sportswear, which um, manufacture all the kits. So we manufacture all the kit in-house, which allows us the flexibility with the colors and the designs and the patterns and things like that. Um, and the, the contract or the things in place um, require all players or all teams to use Taylor Sportswear, which means that we kind of guaranteed to have the, the Lumbo or the electric uh, colors at our event, which is always a game. And then... Uh, yeah, that's kind of the main the main thing. And with regards to the logos or the, the names of the franchises, um, if they have ideas, so let's say, for example, the Melbourne uh, uh, Meerkats, okay, that's a poor example, but something like that. <laughs> and then we would obviously do the design work, the colors, the patterns, send it back. And once the franchisee was in agreement, yeah, we'll facilitate all, all, all the design work. Fantastic. You've got all the answers there for it. Now, uh, Ross, if people want to find out about PSI or if they... Uh, you know, perhaps want to get it started in their country, where do they go and how do they find out about you guys? I think a direct email would probably be the best, but if they were looking to find out more information, they can check out our website, which is obviously www.psrhockey.ca.za and there's also .ie, which is the Ireland website, as well as .uk, um, which is the UK website. Um, and then uh, alternatively, our Instagram pages, our Facebook pages, and yeah, lastly, they can email direct to Ross at psihockey.ca.ca and I can guarantee you will be quick on the, uh, on the response. So what's up next for you, Ross? When's the next tournament? So at the moment, uh, for me, I'm coaching the South African 40-plus women, so that would be in the UK. Um, and then alternatively, yeah, the next big PSI event would be Ireland, which is placed in Dublin on the, um, on the 31st of May and the 1st of June. So that I, I go across there just the uh, middle of May. Ross, thanks so much for joining us today and all the best. Thank you so much, man. All the best to you, t- you as well. You are listening to The Reverse Stick, the global hockey podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 128. And uh, thank you to Ross Willis from PSI to join, mm. joining us as well. Um, yeah, I've, like I said in the interview, I've, I was intrigued. To, there's lots of good promotion and publicity comes out of the events that they put on there. They seem to be a lot of fun, um, packed houses with the kids watching indoor hockey. Um, 
I'm not quite sure he's up up to date on the uh, where Hockey Five sits with the Olympics at the moment, or maybe he, he knows, knows something we don't. <laughs> yes, perhaps. Um, good luck to him. Yeah, fantastic. No, good, and, yeah, uh, great, great. And I, I just um, it just adds a, it adds a bit of razzmatazz and a bit of show to the game, and uh, I think that's great for getting the kids involved and, and entertained and engaged with the with the sport. Don't you think that sort of October, November to, say, March part of the year, Matt, is the perfect time for everybody to be playing indoor hockey, and then from, say, you know, March, April through until September, October, the perfect time for everybody to be playing outdoor hockey? Well, no, it doesn't matter, John, because there's all weather pitches, isn't there? There's AstroTurf all around the world that work really well. As long as Twelve months not of the year. wet and don't freeze. Yeah, and we've got wet pitches stuffed up on the east coast of Australia at the moment. We've got it happening in England and Scotland and Ireland that games aren't going ahead. Uh, flooding and hail and, you know, all, the, all that imaginable stuff. Maybe someone uh, should talk about those sorts of issues. Okay, let's get on with it, shall we? Um, I'm looking forward to all this. I like indoor hockey. Do you like indoor hockey? I like indoor I'm hockey. crap at it. I am a terrible indoor hockey player. I'm not a great hockey player, full stop, but I'm a worse indoor player. Yeah, I did. So I tend not to play the game. Two, but and, a, two and a half seasons about seven or eight years ago, um, and I was um, heavily rotated, let's just put it that way. Do you reckon what lets us down is skills? Skills definitely skills. lets us down. Vision. Vision. Yeah, yeah ability. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I find the bending over a bit. Yeah, yeah, a lot of dodgy, bending dodgy over. Dodgy backs. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of bending over. I mean, we are supposed to be bending our knees, but we're just putting it all on the back, aren't we? That's the problem. Oh uh, yeah, it's not really us, is it? Hey, but look, I I enjoy watching some top level indoor hockey. There's some great skills in it, and you know, good at look. Like, I think it's a valuable, invaluable part of the hockey community. What is it? Is it? I'm va- going to say hockey family. Is it va- valuable or invaluable, John? No, it's an invaluable. It's an invaluable asset. Yes. Well, I'll tell you who else are invaluable assets. Some of our top women's international hockey players at the moment. John, kudos to the GB women's squad for their appeal, uh, raising money for the bush, bushfire funds here in Australia. 26 Good. sticks up for grabs, £5 tickets. Check out all the England hockey stuff on that. Uh, hockey Roo, Kalindi Comerford's got a... Um, uh, pledge on scoring goals and things like that this uh, in the upcoming Pro League Games 2. So uh, get behind those campaigns if you can. Great to see hockey getting involved. Of course, we, we spoke before about the bushfire appeal, um, yep. support yep. coming yep. from yep. India, and, and Hockey Australia have made some announcements as well and have got some stuff going with some, some corporate partners, which is superb. Yep. Um, Ollie's back. I saw. Yeah, it's good to see him back. Away. Yeah, nice to see him come out of his shower. Oh, boom, boom. How many months have you been waiting to let that one go? Yeah, how many? Uh, come on, fess up. Tick. Just hold on, folks. <laughs> Give it another six months. It'll be back. Um, People love their nostalgia, don't they? I've, I've um, put one of our most successful Facebook posts ever up uh, online a couple of days ago. Um, it's on Instagram and on Twitter as well. Oh, and it's an old, it's an old club. Photo, uh, a newspaper article from 40s or the 50s from the West Australian and it's uh, got an older fella with a couple of younger fellas there teaching them the finer points of the bully and uh, I've just put it out there we've got more likes than we've had for anything ever I think it's uh, incredible So and probably chucked on another 60 or 70 uh, Facebook followers 
to boot. So maybe you're one of those people listening right now to uh, your very first episode of The Reverse Stick. God help you. Um, that's fantastic. What do you reckon? Go, go, go back to episode nine if you want to start properly. Is it? Why episode nine? Because we were pretty crap up until then. I think. No, we were brilliant. Right. We've, we've gone steadily downhill. You're reading the narrative totally, <laughs> totally wrong. Um, look, I'm, I worry that it's a, a, a metaphor for hockey in a greater sense. Because we put out lots of things saying stuff about important stuff for hockey and no one likes it or retweets it or they, they don't even feel moved enough by it to reply and say you bunch are an idiot. Well, you mean important stuff like people's birthdays? Uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, Pakistan Hockey Federation. Hi guys, oh, no. hi, are you listening? Do not get on the birthday bandwagon. Get, you put three out this week, get off it. Do, like, who are you copying? I don't even Do know. Not, it's a wrong path What's to your follow. Uh, it's yours soon, isn't it? Maybe. Uh, no, you, what, two weeks? Maybe. Brilliant, you'll be right for 60s then, eh? <laughs> not quite. <laughs> not quite. 55 soon. Yeah. That's the way Nostal- Nostalgia post, anyway. That, that, nostalgia post, not birthday posts, okay? And, but, ha- and hashtag bring back the book. But why is it people feel more engaged about a nostalgia post than they are of... And this is, this is something that we've talked about in this program many it's times, funny. trying to engage people into the yeah, game. it's funny. You know, we, it's great. I get nostalgia, but why can't you be... Pro, as proactive well maybe, maybe this is the cue mate this is the cue for those the, the powers bring that be the bring back the bully this is what people want this is our most ah, successful post ever because it's two summer. people um, practicing a bully and I said once upon a time we used to practice the bully or we used to train for the bully um, people love Make it money at training out of bullies yes. anyway that's yeah, just, yeah, that's yeah. another conversation <laughs> oh look I yeah I wish they'd bring back the bully, but it won't happen. How sad is that? Believing something you know is false. As we've spoken before, if they ever bring it back, we've got to stop doing the show. So, uh, you know, there's a good and bad. It's encouragement. They're encouraging us. Can you bring it back, please? If they announced it, would we quit, or we'd have to wait and see it in Um, action? What what I'll do, first of all, is announce my second retirement from international hockey. Oh. First. Um, and then I'll look to distance myself further from the game after that. Are you, are you going to distance yourself further from the game in the same way you've been distancing yourself from your soon-to-end role as Vice President of Fremantle Hockey And Club once Men's? again, I'll thank you so much, John, for putting your hand up and offering to take the role on. I, I, I think you'll find I'll get vetoed. <laughs> <laughs> you, I, I'll get the big V for veto. You just won't bother paying your fees at the start, of the, like the $100 fee you've got to pay at the, pay at the start of the bucks. season. Actually, up front with a new uniform. What? Because you get a new uniform. I don't want a new uniform. I've got a perfectly good unwashed shirt there that I can wear. <laughs> I thought that was going to uh, make its way onto the Field Hockey um, Shirt Swap page on Facebook. Should I? Check out the Field Hockey Shirt Swap page. Is it Swap Shirt or Shirt? No, Shirt, shirt Swap page on Facebook. You do too much. I do. <laughs> you've, got to, you've got to sort of concentrate a little bit. What do they call that in the corporate world when you sort of downsize a bit and just concentrate on your core products and core stuff. Um, yeah. Yes. What else? Oh, yeah, have you no. Got? I just I need. To, you're right. I do need to narrow my focus. Yeah, yeah narrow focus. That's the one. What else have you got written on that wonderful list of yours? Um, 
just a comment on some of the good media out coming out in Australia at the moment from the Kookaburras and the Hockey Roos coming up. There's lots of stuff going out on regional newspapers, regional press, yeah, yeah. radio. Um, I heard Aaron Salusi um, on radio the other day. National, yeah, national radio. Yeah. Um, Talking Tom, about wine. Tom, Tom Craig was on there. Well, he is Apparently he's a Cab some, Sav man. Well, if, he, if you're out there, if you're a fan, you want to show your appreciation, Cab Sav. Right, okay. Well, he's a Margaret River boy, isn't he? He is. So, yeah. He knows a bit about wine if you yeah. grew up down oh, there. I thought he'd been a bit more SSB or... Well, I think Cab Sav's a bit expensive down there, They're pretty high end. Oh, yeah, but it just flows like honey down there. Uh, FIH, FIH Social Wall is back, John. I know. After we made comments. Oh, the problem so is, glad. the problem is, what? it's only for FIH posts, so we're going to have to somehow... We'll find a way it, around it, that, we're, don't we're, worry. We're, we're, we're going to infiltrate Now it. that they've put it back there, yeah, we've got to subvert it. It's yeah. our duty. Bring back the bully. And that's, of course, on FIH.ca. Is that, is, are we sort of using the bully to bully them? Are we actually... No, we do not, uh, we've discussed before, um, and particularly with Ash Nelson on, on Twitter, is that uh, there are negative connotations, but because it's in the hockey context, they totally cool. go out the window. Yeah, it's fine. Ah, okay. It's fine. Um, so are we extorting them? For what? To bring back the bully. Oh, right, okay, because it ain't going to be for money, <laughs> is it? <laughs> is that why we say the things they do, that we do? Because we... Know that we can't give them any money if it comes back the same way. <laughs> well, yeah, there we go. That's it. Sue us if you like, guys. Yeah, ten percent. Only school. FA is. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything more? Or are we going to finish this baby off? A um, couple of things. Oh, I got a message from Alec Rasmussen from Field Hockey Label that we had in, in the studio a couple of weeks ago. Great shorts. And I'm wearing mine right now. You are. <laughs> but I did put them on for walking hockey this morning. I wore them for a week. I had, my missus had to prize me out of them after yeah, hockey. That's a horrible thought. Nah, hey, you've <laughs> had them on. Wash them. And I must admit, they're probably uh, getting a bit dirty on the outside. Yes. Um, but no, he got in touch and said he's had quite a few leads. And uh, people that have listened to the show have been in touch talking about training gear and interesting getting hold of some stuff. So thank you, listeners. It's fantastic if we can, you know, try and give a little boost to, to industry and, uh, and if you take up the challenge to go and, go and, uh, explore some of the fantastic apparel and, and, uh, team wear that Alex's got to offer at Field Hockey Label. If you do nothing else, get yourself a pair of those shorts. Tra- great. Training singlets, you know, the reversible training singlets are on 15% off at the moment Pockets as well. Mat with zip, little tiny, th- I know, just... I've got them here. Hang on, can I get the microphone? Oh, I'm not sure that, that came through. Yeah. Nah. nah. Nothing? Oh, look, this, if you look on the screen, see that There's a blip, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. turn it up for that, that bit there, folks. Ah, uh, do, 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 Yeah, I think that's Ooh. about us, mate. It's late. It's a Friday night. I hope oh, you've had your next week, hockey week. Oh, next right. week, I'll talk to you all about uh, the Fremantle Coburn Hockey Club's inaugural walking hockey festival to be held on March the 29th. Oh, great. Um, yeah, more to come on that. And that's an invite to any walking hockey teams and players around the world. Check out freehockey.com or, or, or look at it on the socials and find out about Western Australia's very first walking hockey festival. When did Noah build the ark, Matt? I don't know. You've, that was at the top of the show. Before the flood. Do something about lifted balls. <laughs>
points. On the line? I don't think it was ever envisaged by having the home-home, away-away game at the same place um, that uh, it would come down to a one-game situation and it would be a six-pointer. No, but the the idea that a game couldn't go ahead, I just... Look, they they had this... At the beginning of last Pro League season, we dissed a little bit the idea of percentage being used. Yeah. By the end of the Pro League season, I was a staunch advocate of it being retained purely because there is was, no well, mechanism within the fixturing to allow games to be replayed. No, as we saw with Germany Germany versus Argentina. Yeah. Absolute dead set, great setup for exactly this situation. Uh-huh. And they had the opportunity with that game last year to implement that system as it's supposed to be implemented and they chose not to and we ended up with a situation where there was an argument about who should have been in that final fourth position blah blah don't want to get into that but But there there was a process there that they could have followed and everybody would have gone oh well that's a process great they chose not to as as happens here in our local league it comes down to percentage if a team drops out at some point through the season you will not play the same amount of games as another team you will not be awarded any additional points it's pretty self-explanatory how you Divide the number of points by the number of games. Yeah, they they changed it this season to this six-point yep. system, and I'm just really disappointed. Well, you know what's coming next year, don't you? Um, to save on travel time, they're going to be having four to, four to six teams, I believe, <laughs> meeting in one venue for two weeks of hockey to play all of their home and away games wow. in a round-robin situation twice. Really? And then the following year, it will then move to a different country. And so of those four countries with, with, within the four or six that that meet up. That. So you know it, it could so be they'll only Australia. Ever rotate between those four or six countries. Yeah, for that, yeah, for the, for that, for that group. But it could be a different group of four or six playing their games elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, I get that. Um, so you could have maybe three venues through the year that all of the teams meet up at to play wow. their little round robins. Wouldn't that be an amazing innovation for our game? And you know what? Just at, think of the travel time. At saved. the end of a at the end of it, you could probably have like a finals tournament, and you'd, you'd have a top six, and you could at the end of it, you know, give well, out something well, like a, a champions trophy. Where would we do that? Maybe in India. Oh, the Banners one. Good idea. Great. Oh, well, school kids love hockey. Jeez, we're thinkers.